So, this is interesting. We got two life.io, alright? This is like a upcoming expecting parent type app. And it breaks things down for both the dads and the moms. I'm just gonna stay on this topic for a bit. This this particular rant's gonna be all over the place because I'm just in that state of mind. But it's interesting the difference between um, the mom's hospital backpacking list and then the dads. <laughs> the dads, <laughs> snacks, entertainment. <laughs> Those are the first two things. It's like, yo, mom's gonna be doing her thing for a while, so. You know, the dad needs to bring some snacks for yourself, specifically. Bring some snacks for yourself. And it's kind of like, oh, man. And then there's entertainment, a.k.a. your phone. So, basically, bring your phone and snacks. And I was already thinking, I was just cracking a joke. Really, I'm like, I'm bringing 16 Larabar. Straight up. 16 Larabar to the hospital. But I wonder how, like, in the moment. Well, I guess it's supposed to be a bag to go, right? You're supposed to just grab the bag and dip. Man. When you see them pregnancies or, or well, sorry, not pregnancies, but people giving birth in cars and shit, you're like, damn. Anyway, I'm done with this topic for now. I really want to see this follow-up on this um, disinfectant um, thing. Injecting disinfectant. I saw some shit where he was in the White House and uh, he mentioned that he was being sarcastic. I want to see a more comprehensive follow up. I want to see a more comprehensive follow up. I'll be back. Alright, we're back. Because <laughs> they're like, it's live at 5, and then you go on, it's now 5, what? 540? setting up, I guess, the sound and shit, and, uh, ain't nothing to watch, but, um, again, this concept of freedom, freedom and liberties, I ain't gonna go into the whole charter rights and freedoms and shit, but I'm just gonna talk about the individual liberties we experience. Who would have thought that something as simple as blowing money would become something that's policed? (laughs) And I say that loosely. What I mean by that is the concept of grocery shopping or buying something in general is a process that then becomes policed and um, monitored, right? Form a line. How long is that line shit gonna go on for? Is that forever? <laughs> Come on. It can't be. Well, I guess that's where the innovation comes in, right? The drone deliveries. All those drone deliveries that, like. Hmm. Anyway, um, all those drone delivery services that people wanted to do, but it, didn't, it wasn't practical at the time, it's practical now. Also, in the winter, nobody's standing in a fucking minus 40, depending on where you live. Maybe, maybe in the warmer climates, cool, but here, 
minus 40 degrees Celsius, whatever the fuck that is in Fahrenheit, like, nobody's standing outside for 10 minutes to get in. Fuck that. Anyway, I'm going to go check back on this, um, the stream. So, give me a sec. Alright, so, nothing that I'm going to bother getting into here, but I'm still interested in some of the measures that are being taken during this whole quasi-shutdown, stay-at-home order type thing. When you do go places, there's this one particular mall that has a grocery store in it, right? When you go there, they ask you your first name, and then they write it down. <laughs> and in some cases, if they're too lazy, they don't write it down. And I'm thinking to myself, what's the use of my name here? If, what, like, what are you going to do with my name? Or anybody's name. How many thousands of people come through here? Or I guess the numbers have dwindled to hundreds. Right? With what? So if there's some rat random outbreak, they then contact anybody they know with that name. Like, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. But that's what they're doing. And me and the lady laugh at it because we're like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? At one point, they were doing this standard um, quizzing and testing. And I get these guys are just sort of punished in an operation. They're being told to ask these questions. So they're doing it. It's nothing that they've concocted or it's not some grand operation they've come up with. with security guards. But, you know, it's odd to a citizen... <laughs> You know what I mean? And I don't know. I don't know, man. It's it's a strange... Like... It goes in waves, right? Sometimes you're like... I, sometimes I'm like, yeah. Okay, I'm prepared exactly for this moment. All that fucking pent-up anxiety for years was geared towards this exact shit that's happening now. And you feel comfortable for weeks. Then there's like a... a 20 minute moment where you're like, what the fuck, man? Like, what's going on? What the hell is going on? Some lady ate a bat, something escaped a lab, whatever it is. Because we'll never know. And that's the great part. Or maybe not the great part, but that's the interesting part is that people speak so definitively on origins and people speak so definitively on causes and causality and it's like we you don't know <laughs> you don't know you're not a scientist most 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 of the people that are obviously we all have opinions including myself but most of the people who are super 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 vocal like i have a mini platform that doesn't you know extends maybe a hundred people at best I'm grateful for all of them. I'm grateful for every, every one of you. I'm grateful for. But there's people who are like, you know, chanting to the hills. And when they stand on the hill, they got hundreds of thousands of people talk, you know, that are listening saying, like, they know the origins and they know exactly what happened. And they've seen X document. And I'm like, 
I'm sure all will be revealed at some point. All will be revealed. It's like an age-old thing. Everything will be revealed. It can either work for the good or the bad. But, you know. Again, watching... I find myself watching that Tea with Gary Vee thing and he said everybody had a five year plan until some lady ate a fucking bat and I just burst out laughing I'm like your five year plan I used to subscribe to that model too of like business plans and five year plans and isn't that was even that was like a dating question for some people it's like what's your five year plan it's like what (laughs) you know what I mean but like you're looking at these, you have these grand notions of what, what's going to happen in, in 15 years, in two years, in one year, six months. Sometimes my week is just like, I've just allowed the fluidity of things to happen. You know, the fluidity is, is the great part of it. The greatest resistance was around the concept of childbirth. That was probably the greatest resistance of back and forth in my head of like, I understand that it's happening, but this news is not, I'm not receiving this news well, you know? That might be the first time I ever said that in that way. But, you know, the news, receiving the news and then processing that it's happening, you know, I never really... I think that was... What was I even talking about just now? Acceptance. Accepting... Oh, yeah, the fluidity of things. Things can happen from week to week. From month to month. Right? There's some shit tomorrow that's very important that I got to do and deal with. And one of the key people has suddenly disappeared. And I don't... Well, I know why they've disappeared. I can guess why. But I don't have no fucking clue how I'm supposed to um, re-engage with them. I have a couple ways to hunt them down. If I don't hunt them down in them ways, I'm fucking, you know, I'm, well, I'm not totally, I'm not totally lost in the woods, but the woods are not woods anymore. It's a new land now, so I'm navigating some new shit, so whatever. The comfort levels are gone. That's the one thing. You get comfortable in a certain operation, and then the operation goes left, and then you gotta be like, okay, well, how can I patch things up, or how can I move in a different way? This is gonna be two parts, by the way. So how do I operate and move in a fucking different way that still produces results that are satisfying given what the fuck is going on right now whatever it is like y'all are still just caught up I hate reading I hate reading Twitter sometimes and it's just like we're still talking about well I guess I can say part of that for part two but I said the generational war is over and then the more I thought about it I'm like wait a minute generational war is over or is it just actually rationing up right now 
Anyway, part two coming. All right, peace. Final recording of the day. Which y'all will probably hear tomorrow or the next day. Depends. But this is part two of whatever I just recorded. <laughs> whatever the fuck I just recorded. Oh, man. Look. I think it's practical to think of as you wake wake up day by day and just do shit and post away and hit hit up people and get in people's DMs. What the other side of the the tunnel or the end of the tunnel looks like. This little situation we find ourselves in. I was like, I'm roast. I was telling someone, I'm like, yo, we're gonna go into some bartering shit. <laughs> like, we're gonna start bartering things, man. It's gonna get to that. But this was, this is, this was more when the toilet paper wars were happening, and not so much the toilet paper wars, but when people were trying to return toilet paper <laughs> and paper towel because they didn't have money. I guess before them stimulus checks and served came out. But, uh, people didn't have money, right? So they were trying to return the toilet paper and they're like, nah. It's like, yeah. I don't know why you spend $300 on toilet paper, but I guess, like in the, in the real, ex- <laughs> like, let's play this out. Let's play out this hypothetically. In an extinction level event scenario, is toilet paper useful? Forget the food part. In an extinction level event scenario, apocalypse, you know, apocalyptic scenario, is it? Is toilet paper useful? It's not even a weapon. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh man. Anyway, I don't. I mean, that's whatever. Toilet paper wars are done for now. There'll be another round of toilet paper, toilet paper wars at some point. But for now, it's done. <laughs> it's the beef wars and the bee wars that are coming. And even that, I kind of want to lay off that particular train of thinking. Because, you know, however the supply chain is affected that we don't see but we kind of catch glimpses of and we can kind of intuitively know you know there's there's been historically models of this exact scenario on minor scales right but look what I really want to see is like what happens at the other end you know because our day by day is so inward looking at least I would imagine it would be I would hope it would be so inward looking that it's so inward looking with elements of preparation and strategy that it's like you want to see you want to ride it out to the end I don't and the reopening of things is not the I don't think that's the end the end game. <laughs> I don't believe that. 
I think some people think, oh, we reopen and game over, you know. End of end of things. End of virus. Life goes back to the, whatever they ho- hope it is. But it's not. One second. Because the facts are still the facts. And I'll state the facts and I'll philosophize more. In the U.S., 30 million people lost their jobs. I know that it hasn't hit that number yet, but let's just assume it's going to be 30 million. Was it 2 or 3 million in here? 4 million or something? You know? Alright. And that's proportional to size of country. So that's, that's roughly the same kind of proportion. sort of doing a better job of dishing out some benefits I am at. I don't know if people are blowing them in the same way as those $1,200 I didn't hear Trump say some shit about per family 4000 and I did hear some shit from Ford about um, it wasn't just commercial rent Deferral. Resident, the word residential came up multiple times. So, <laughs> if it did, if, if, if that did become a reality, hey. But more, but more importantly than even that, because at some point they're gonna ask you for your rent. So, forget about that. On the other side of it. There's less jobs, or the jobs are really allocated to things that are supposedly more necessary, right? You know, nursing is going to be ever more more important as a as a job. Social work, and I'm talking about like traditional type jobs. Like, actually, what am I talking about? I'm talking about like jobs that assist people. Shelter work, that kind of thing. Social services, um, agriculture. I think tourism and shit like that is dead. Art will always have a place, but I don't know if it's going to look the same. It's not going to be as lavish, except for a few, a select few. People will always build their money on entertainment. Right. Also, education is going to change. All these things are changing. They've changed. I mean, they've changed in the past six weeks. Or two months, even. Because let's just, let's just count March 1st as the, the real beginning of the end. <laughs> really, is November, but let's just say March. That's the timeline that people want to use. Actually, it's not. Didn't they say, I think today they said... November, people could have had this shit. I thought I got woefully ill, and I've said mentioned it before to the point where I was. I mean, if you look at my publishing history back in like parts of January and parts of December, and maybe even parts of November, you'll probably notice some big gaps. So, or sizable gaps for me. Not maybe. <laughs> 
I'm pretty good with that scheduling shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, I don't know. It's 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 very this whole is everything about what's going on is fascinating. The sadness part of it is there too. The the the, the doom and gloom, which I, which I always like, almost apologize for talking about, is there too. But what comes from that is is more fascinating. It's fascinating, right? Like, what is our society gonna become? I talk about the lines at stores, like the lines at stores and the security and the increased police presence and shit. But it's bigger than that, right? How our country's gonna fucking interact? Our, well, you know, our justice system. I've talked a bit about that. You know, who do we take seriously now? You know, I've talked a bit about, you know, what's an essential business, right? We all know this. They talk, they up and down talked about it. Some people getting fined for trying to open to build businesses, and it's like your business is not essential. Close, fine. What is it that we're going to be going into? Some real, some real frontier pioneer shit, innovator shit. Yeah, there's that, but I think it goes deeper. When, like whatever, look, whatever elements of puppeteering and veil. is currently in existence when a bit of that gets revealed I mean people are who was it when, when who, there was some press conference where they asked where the money is coming from and I'm like <laughs> a, first of all the money part of it even the shit is fake anyway but okay it is a good question where is this money coming from I don't know if he directly answered it. I'd have to re-watch that broadcast, but it's such a legitimate question because even me and the lady were talking about, like, they've been throwing around billions. You know? I think I talked about this in the last segment, but they're throwing around billions. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so this money does exist and it comes from somewhere. Or the concept of it exists comes from somewhere. Unless y'all just printing money on the low. Y'all just printing money on the low. All that crypto from 2010 to 2017 that was is now ever more valuable in utility. Not just in you know some crypto project that gets like billions of dollars raised and shit and they, they exit scam but like does the stock market matter does real estate matter who's moving I'm seeing all kinds of house signs suddenly going up there's a reason for that right anyway part 3 coming up alright peace I've read some article 
was this morning about um women now the people who do have jobs working working from home and how they easily work an extra like seven hours a day because they got the kids plus they have to homeschool plus they got the job and i'm like damn right there was this big article on it i think i saved it even some nice saved articles Saved stories. Nope, that didn't save it. But I sent it to somebody, so I'll look it up later on. Later on. Anyway, you know, people with three kids gotta homeschool all three kids, take care of all three kids, maintain all three kids, and then work this job. Both of them, both the parents are at home. It's, it's it sounds weird to say, but it's almost toxic situation like five people in one house and and you know them that those are the types that are like by the book like we only stay at home because we have stay at home orders not everybody but many so that's some real stress on the family yo and that's real stress on a family. Imagine on the other side, how much time apart people want to spend. But then people, some people are finding that they need more time. You know, I found that like dealing with the ladies in ways. I mean, obviously in ways it's like okay, we're sitting here watching the fucking news. Here, I try and make things a little more dynamic. In the reverse scenario, maybe it's it's just a bit of in-the-house type of shit. Which you're supposed to be anyway. But I keep coming back to this thing that I'm still trying to articulate. There's a mental and physical, quote-unquote, stay-at-home. follow or not follow in two different ways right we still go people still go outside people still do the thing go for walks and shit and get groceries and whatever do the thing but they make sure they're not outside for too long right especially in the dense neighborhoods and dense areas which is where I live now How you react to it is up to you, right? You are fucking, you know, freaking out. Can't handle your apartment no more. I'm hearing another conversation too, which is interesting to me about people that are just like, we're finna move, man. Like, we don't need to live in Toronto anymore after this. We're gonna move to Manitoba or somewhere with, you know, a, COVID never really hit in the first place. B, um, it might be a little bit slower lifestyle because you were already living a fast. Imagine going from fast pace to, to just nothing.
everything and then having to restart. None of the, the whole the concept of anything restarting and reopening, other than I want to get my phone screen fixed, which I can. <laughs> I just don't want to pay for it. But um, the concept of things reopening is just so foreign. Maybe foreign ain't the right word. It's just not. It's just not intelligence. an intelligent idea it's not but who am I to say anything I'm not in control of this shit so whatever I can only control my shit and I can literally not I can choose not to participate in any of the shit that's going on out here I got more you know, important things to worry about in life on interpersonal levels that you could open 50 restaurants and I wouldn't even know. Right? My life is sort of what it is now. And I find it interesting, like, the fact that opportunities could be created in this time. That's why I say, how do things look after this? Each individual has to look back at their time. Okay, I said two years. Maybe I'll maybe maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration, but I do think that things happen. And two years ain't long, man. It'll be a condensed period too, because it'll be like they're trying to get things moving fast, and mentally people are, even though they don't have the stimulation of the average day-to-day routine. Because it's just the same experience over and over again. Time is gone. We're in May now. We're now we're in the time when people are supposed to be getting back out. Time is condensed. Time is fleeting. People were exchanging time for money. Now that they have all the time in the world, they can't exchange. Or they develop new things to do. Or they develop different. I saw something about, this is sort of related. I saw about how these people that are still trying to do like, sort of like, like at-home businesses are finding challenges with the postage, right? So you go through Canada Post or you go through... I guess in some cases USPS you're fucked yet all I see is UPS and Purelayer and FedEx and shit driving around yet nothing is getting there nothing is getting from its point A to its point B you know nothing things in, in lost in transit heard a lot about that too I had some shit getting lost in transit and it was kind of like hmm gotta reship but Still, you're like, what the fuck, man? What are y'all up to? Just a big backlog, yo. Big ass backlog. The system and the functions of the system have been exposed. The flaws have been exposed. Everything has just been exposed. 
individuals are looking a bit more sketch. Some are looking a bit more, you know, like, yo, this person, fuck with this person. But it comes down to how do you feel? Right? How is your energy being managed throughout all this? I almost, I consume... I can I consume some of this news and I'm just like whatever man like, this shit is neither here nor there and it doesn't what was this fucking shit that they unraveled today today right I thought Trump was talking about some fucking like some like, like herbal, herbal, like borderline. What do they call it? What do they call that world? Like UV rays and like he was talking about like some shit. I'm like, is this guy talking about alternate medicine? What they would call alternate medicine? Because when he prefaced the whole statement with. I find that world fascinating. I'm like, well, what are you talking about? You're not talking about science. So, like, to me, he clearly wasn't talking about science. Then the next thing he said was talking about UV rays and light and shit. And I'm like, you're talking about some kind of next level technology or some shit that you almost let out the bag. And then they shut you down quick. And then they, it got derailed by people thinking it was disinfectant you're talking about. Meanwhile, we were talking about some like like that like that machine in the Simpsons where you go in remember one episode Homer goes in and he comes out with like half of a or he comes out as a fly you know what I mean I know it's a random thing to say but it was like like what light you raise what are you talking about Sometimes I don't think he's. Sometimes so I think people. He says something, people react, but they don't look deeper into what he's saying. Because I think there's a whole lot of shit with this guy that he he says that we don't really examine. What the fuck does that mean? UV rays. What what exact therapies <laughs> is he talking about? Like how he pluralizes therapies. So therapy, he pluralized therapies. Like therapies. Well, what are you talking about? Alternate medicine? Maybe that's what it is. Get your Google on. Yeah. Get your Google on. Alright, folks. I'm clearly in the zone of I should go to bed. So, have a nice night. Peace.